Hello, everybody. This is Zach Sedded again. I'm your host, Zach Cooley. And as part of our monthly spotlight of the departments of the Wood County Technology Center, I'm happy to be here speaking with John Willis. Uh, thank you, Mr. Willis, for being with me today. No problem. Now, can you tell me what your department is and what is a specific for someone as myself who knows as little about engineering as you could possibly know, uh, what is the basic definition of the type of engineering that you are teaching? Okay. Um, my job at, at, at the Technology Center is mm -hmm. I'm the engineering instructor. Mm -hmm. um, as far as wh what we do in class, uh, I try to give students exposure to what engineering is, um, the different fields in engineering, and then through projects that we do in, in, in the class, in the shop, I, I expose my students to um, some of the equipment and or um, software that an engineer would have access to. Uh, I want my students to understand the thought process that an engineer goes in or goes through. Um, you know, some, uh, depending on where they go to school, uh, some engineering programs are very uh, theoretically based. Uh, some of them are very practical based where it's, you know, a lot of hands-on applications. Um, but I want my students to be exposed to that no matter which way they, what, what direction they go in. Um, and some of the things that we go through are universal to anything or any field of engineering, whether it be mechanical or chemical or um, environmental, uh, the, that process of, of thinking and designing is the same. Um, a lot of times uh, students, they go out in the workforce and they maybe um, hold some type of engineering position. Um, they may not have to do any kind of hands-on uh, application of the theory or operation of any of the software or, or, or equipment. But some employers have engineers that, that do everything from concept to, to completion. And I want my students, no matter what type of job they're in, at least be able to understand what the equipment and software is capable of doing. So if they they think through a problem and they come up with a solution, at least they would know if it's a viable solution, uh, whether they're running the equipment or, or, or designing using the software or whether they having another technician actually doing it for them, they know that whether or not it's, it's that solution is practical or is it, they have the equipment uh, and the, the expertise to do the, to come up with a solution or to run the equipment or to run the software. All right. I'm not sure if that, that, that kind of explains what we do or not, but it's, it's really just to kind of give students insight to what engineering is. And that certainly does. And uh, so let's back up just a little bit. And I want to ask you about yourself. How did you become the engineering instructor at the West County Technology Center? And how long have you been teaching? Um, I moved 
into Wythe County uh, in 1999. So, uh, and I have been in the technology center, technology center ever since. Um, I have a degree in electronics and a degree in industrial technology. And since 1999, when I was first hired to teach the electronics program, um, my program has kind of evolved. Um, I spent eight years working in industry. And with that, I had a background in manufacturing and with my background and with my degree in electronics. Um, my program has evolved from electronics into manufacturing systems and from manufacturing systems into engineering. And um, as technology has evolved and the students, the needs of the students and the needs of, of um, local businesses and um, the interests of students has, has changed, my program has changed. Now, you are one of the few people that um, were around when I was a student at George Wythe High School. So you and I were at the same place at the same time. I came to George Wythe as a freshman in, in, I came to George Wythe as an eighth grader actually in 1998. So okay. we, we were just across the street from one another for many years. So, so I, I have been, I am probably the longest tenured faculty at the technology center. Maybe not here in this, and that actually teaches a program at the technology center. Right. Um, there are instructors that are older than I am, but no one has been here longer than I have. In, in that amount of time, you have done to have seen some tremendous changes in technology. Um, where did you come from originally before you came to Wood County? Uh, I was born and raised and educated in the mountains of Western North Carolina. All right. Uh, just I, I, uh, I grew up just w about 30 miles west of Asheville, uh, mm -hmm. went to Appalachia State, and then worked um, in Asheville for an automotive supplier. Excellent. All right. So then you have been with the Technology Center for 24 years. So That's correct, yes. So you can give me some feedback on what I'm trying to do. Uh, Miss Summer Stone, um, whom in my opinion you could not as for a better boss or supporter of these career technology educational programs is a is an excellent champion of these programs so um with the change in the different programs that you have seen um and the awareness that is coming out about the programs now what can you tell us that is essentially important about your program now that we that you want the public to know so they can say, hey, I'd like to sign my kid up for that? Um, well, uh, not only with my program, mm -hmm. but uh, with any of the programs here at the Technology Center, um, I guess our our, our, our uh, 
main purpose is to have students ready for the workforce or for higher education, no matter what field they go into. And that comes with, um, or what's needed is to have critical thinking skills. Uh, being able to to understand what the problem is, instead of just looking for a pat answer, be able to uh, reason through the problem and evaluate um, your resources and to come up with a solution that works at that particular time for that particular problem, um, that we do not live in a cookie cutter society mm -hmm. and that students need to have those uh, critical thinking skills to be able to rationalize um, and prioritize ideas uh, to to be successful in, in their future lives. And when you think of the term engineering, in terms of taking a class in engineering, you think of, oh, I want to be an engineer, I have to go get a bachelor's degree, a master's degree, a doctorate. And this is engineering offered at a high, at a high school level uh, to high school students, where college is not necessarily required. So engineering is is an aspect that can be available to all students at any level of education. Is that correct? Um, fundamentally, yes. Fun, um, fundamentally, I would say that from my from my from my experience, um, to hold a an engineering position, uh, there is going to be some postgraduate work from post secondary work, uh, whether it be at a two year community college, a four year university. You know, most employers are looking for that. What I try to accomplish with with this is to give my students. Um, an understanding of what engineering is and let anything post-secondary fine-tune that to a specific field of engineering. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so I want my students to understand those critical thinking skills and be able to choose which direction they want to go in engineering. Mm -hmm. There are so many, uh, there are so many avenues, so many different fields in in engineering itself that uh, it can be a little overwhelming for students to say, you know, I want to go into engineering, but I really don't know what they do, or I really don't know what type of engineer I want to be. And so what I try to do is to kind of help students narrow that process down, have a better understanding of what engineers do on a daily basis. And, you know, sometimes the best lesson is to find out that that's not what you want to do. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've had students come through my program and, you know, I'm really interested in this and we, I think I want to learn this. And the more they learn about it, they're like, you know, that, that's really not what I thought it was going to be. And I'm glad I took this class now instead of having time and money invested in a higher education that, I, that leads me to a job that I don't like. Right. So, some, so sometimes it's better to find out in high school that you don't want to do it, that that's not what you, you're, 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 you're set up to be when you grow up. Um, just as, as important it is to find out something that you, to learn skills that you do want to, to pursue uh, as an adult. So, um, and that's kind of what I offer. I'm, I'm, I'm one of the few programs that do require some kind of post-secondary education um, mm -hmm. that you are not necessarily prepared 
for the workforce, but you are prepared um, to make better decisions about your future when you when you go through my program. Correct. More informed decisions. Yes, yeah. exactly. All right. So um, with every program that I've spotlighted so far, there are certifications that are given to aid them and either to further their education or to to aid them to go out into the work world. Uh, what kind of accreditations can a successful graduate of your program come away with? Uh, all of my students go through an OSHA 10-hour course in general industry. Mm. Um, I try to cover that uh, or cover multiple competencies when they do that. Um, the course that I offer is an online course. Um, it's self-paced, and when they finish that, they have a um, an OSHA, which is the Occupational and Safety and Health Administration. It is an OSHA, um, I guess you would say, uh, certification or um, accreditation. I'm not exactly sure you the, the proper term there. But um, they will receive a, a, a certificate that says they have gone through a 10-hour um, occupational uh, safety and health training course in general industry. Mm -hmm. uh, I have had... Uh, I've had employers uh, use that as a deciding factor between possible candidate or employment candidates um, solely because that is a, that is something that they do not have to um, pay for an employer to go through. Uh, so if that, if that um, potential employee has already gone through that gone through that training, uh, that is an expense that is, as an employer they do not have to provide. We offer in the past we have offered the Skills USA um, certification uh, in engineering technology. Uh, I offer the NOCTI. Um, this is the first year that I have actually offered that um, in engineering technology. Um, and that's the, the National Occupation and Training Institute, I believe is what that stands for, but I'm not positive. Um, the, um, and I'm, um, we can offer a, um, an MT1 certification, which is a, ma um, a manufacturing technician level one certification um, for anyone that wants to go as, as an entry level employer, employee in a manufacturing setting. In the 24 years of doing what you've done, you have obviously seen a lot of different students come and go. So obviously you have seen different levels of successes with your students. Can you give me an example or two of a success story from the particular program that you're in? Um, well, I've had, um, I've actually had one student, uh, go on and get their, uh, um, continue at Virginia Tech and get their degree in electrical engineering. Um, I have had uh, numerous students that have gone on into, um, without actually
actually pursuing engineering, but they have gone into uh, some type of, type of technical field. Um, my program is very STEM-based, which is science, techni- technology, engineering, and math. And so they've gone on to into um, various different STEM fields without actually pursuing engineering, uh, just because. Um, um, they may have uh, not wanted to go on to a four-year university or uh, some of the engineering fields are very, very um, math-based and may not have felt comfortable with with going that level of mathematics, but they still wanted to stay in a a technical field. Um, But I have had students that go on into manufacturing or some kind of technical uh, operator technician. Uh, I had a student that um, finished his degree in computer science engineering. Um, and then I had a student that has, I would say, stayed fairly local. They are um, based out of the um, Blacksburg area. They 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 work, um, went on to school and got degree in instrumentation and automation and have worked with uh, robotics and designing robotic systems and setting up robotic systems um, for a local company that actually goes, they spend a lot of time, uh, he goes out as like a field technician and helps with the setup and the design of systems for other companies. And with nearly a quarter of of a century of experience uh, in one place, you obviously have found that a very rewarding job to have stayed in it as long as you have. Uh, What is the most rewarding part of your job for you? Or what has been the most rewarding part of your career at the Technology Center? Uh, Well, I'm going to be really honest, and I'm going to tell you that um, when I was in, in school that I swore uh, that I would never go back to the classroom. Hmm. That I was never going to teach. Uh, that's kind of the family business, so to speak. Um, I grew. I came from a family that has a lot of educators uh, in there, and I knew that I was never going to do that. Um, you, you you were going to break that mold, huh? I was going to break the mold. Um, but one of the jobs that I that I had when I worked in industry was to train uh, some of our employees and operators how to use the equipment and and uh, how to operate some of the, the assembly lines. Um, and the more that I got to um, to work with those employees and and see the, that that expression on their face of you know I, I, that aha moment, you know I get it now. I understand. Mm-hmm. Um, that really kind of drew me back into education. Um, within a, a year or so of kind of investigating what I would need to do and where I would need to go um, to get back into the to go back into the academic setting, um, the opportunity to to move to Whitfield was presented to me uh, to me and my wife, and we moved here like I said 24 years ago, and I, I, I have been. It's a great place to to raise a family. It's a great place to work, and. Every year, I get to see that expression on a kid's face. You know, when they they finally get that aha moment, when it's like, I, I, I get it, I understand now, and 
you know, there's a lot of things as an educator that I have seen that uh, different situations I've had to to go through, and lots of things. You know, I, I really just, you know, there was a reason why I swore I would never go into education, but all of those get put on the back burner when you finally get to see a student. You know, things click with a student, and they get it, and that sense of accomplishment that they feel, and you can see on their face, uh, that makes everything else worthwhile. And about how many students do you have currently? Uh, currently, I probably uh, I average somewhere between uh, 15 and 20 students every year. Miss um, Stone mentioned that class that built a robot. Is that was that your class? Yes, I have built um, a. I guess you would say uh, industrial size or small industrial size robot um, since 2009. Mm -hmm. uh, we, we participate in um, a competition that's hosted by U.S. First. It's called First Robotics. Um, there, there are three different primary uh, levels of competition. Uh, you have what would be uh, elementary and early middle school would be the first Lego league. Uh, and you actually build a, a robot uh, to perform a special, t uh, a certain task uh, using um, Legos and programmable le uh, Lego controllers. Um, there is another uh, division called the FTC, which is the first tech challenge. Uh, that one is geared toward your upper middle school students to beginning all the way up through high school. Uh, it's a small scale robot, only weighs about 35 pounds. Um, uh, the competition is a little more elaborate than the Lego, but not quite as extensive or um, it's not quite as, as expensive as uh, the FRC competition. Uh, our primary competition had always been the FRC. Um, we received a grant to start a team, and we have ran a team uh, almost every year since then. Um, it is a 120-pound uh, autonomous robot and teleoperated uh, robot that is to perform a um, a specific task or to compete in a very um, specific competition. Um, but students on that level, they typically have six weeks to design, um, build, program, and test a robot for competition. So that is the most realistic or real-world environment that the students would work in because they're giving a, a start date and a completion date. And nothing can be done outside of that window. But yes, we have, we've done that uh, several years. Uh, I am currently in, uh, looking at uh, maybe not necessarily going away from that, but maybe adding an additional competition if I can get funding for it. Uh, I'm, I would love to do a uh, solar-powered uh, go-kart and compete at uh, Bristol Motor Speedway. Oh, that sounds very exciting. And do you find with projects like that that your students are particularly engaged? Do you have enthusiastic students for the most part? 
for the most part, I mean, uh, uh, you know, we're, we're always going to run into a student that, that you know, that they they find out that, you know, this is really not what I thought it was going to be. Um, but they still are involved because they want to, to see things through completion. But then they say, you know, I'm, I'm glad I'm doing this. I'm glad I learned this, but I don't, this is really not the direction I want to go in. And that's fine. This is the perfect place to find that out. But I also have students that once they see that, um, they see everything that goes into it and every student has strengths and weaknesses. Uh, some are more mechanically inclined, some are more organized, uh, some are more are better designers or planners and they learn how to work together as a team to get that, uh, that particular task accomplished. So overall you're very pleased with the performance of your students? Uh, yes, I am. I, I like it, and and I know COVID has has uh, really kind of changed um, the educational perspective for students, mm -hmm. but it is starting to come back because you know everything was was virtual and it was online. But I am starting to see that through the programs here that are offered at the Technology Center, you're starting to see that um, that potential to really start coming out in students. You had mentioned you hope to acquire funding for the go-kart competition at Bristol Motor Speedway. Is there anything the community itself can do to help contribute to such funding? Well, um, I've currently just completed a grant uh, mm -hmm. to or applied for a grant from the Foundation for Excellence. Um, I have broken up uh, this project into um, roughly three stages, to, so it's not a, a huge uh, funding undertaking at one time um, to kind of break it down and to make it more palatable to, to fund a project like this, um, but uh, to support the, 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 the local foundation for excellence. Um, that that organization is here for the betterment of our students through opportunities in the classroom. Um, the more people that they have that can can contribute to the, to that organization, the more money that they have to to offer to teachers for programs like mine or. Uh, programs at the elementary level uh, to to better enrich the lives of, of our, our students. So um, I guess if I could say anything, uh, please uh, contact them if you want to be of assistance. Um, whether it helps my program or not, it helps all the students in Wythe County. Very good, very good. And we are grateful to have you as a part of this community. And we thank you for all that you do for our students and for the education of Wythe County. Well, thank you very much for taking the time to speak to me. Uh, I appreciate the opportunity to kind of uh, talk about my program and talk about some of the things that, that uh, the Technology Center as a whole can offer our students and our community.